I'm Mark Peterson, and this is the FEMA Podcast. When people talk about emergency preparedness, the discussion typically involves fires, floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, and hazardous materials. And depending on the area of the country, sometimes it involves earthquakes. But they don't always involve earthquakes from a large portion of the country. And while most earthquakes in the United States occur in Alaska and California, nearly every state and territory is at risk. Earthquakes can happen anywhere at any time. And because an earthquake is considered a no-notice event, one that occurs unexpectedly or with minimal warning, it's even more important that everyone be prepared for what to do when one occurs. On this episode of the FEMA podcast, we're discussing earthquake preparedness. We'll talk to John Foster from FEMA's National Earthquake Hazards Reduction Program, NEHRP. We'll also focus on International Shakeout Day, scheduled this year for October 15th, when more than 10 million people from across the globe will participate in an earthquake preparedness drill, practicing what to do in an earthquake, drop, cover, and hold on. All right, so in order to talk about ShakeOut 2020, which is uh, coming up on October 15th, we have John Foster from FEMA's National Earthquake Hazards Reduction Program. So, John, uh, thanks for taking a few minutes to talk about ShakeOut. Yeah, thank you, Mark, and uh, thank you for having me today. I look forward to talking about earthquake preparedness and, like you said, the, uh, the big ShakeOut drill coming up. So thanks again. Yeah, so let's talk a little bit about just earthquake preparedness. Um, I, we'll get to ShakeOut in a second, but um, I... Th- I don't know, but um, a lot of people who think about FEMA think about uh, severe storms, tornadoes, flooding, and we don't always think about earthquakes, even though earthquakes are always happening around the earth um, every day. So why is earthquake preparedness so important? Yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, a lot of media, a lot of things you hear is yeah, flooding events. I mean, that that is the biggest um you know, disaster that we do receive is these flooding events and hurricane. You know, we're, we're right in hurricane season right now. It's obviously been a very active hurricane season. Um, but you know, the thing with earthquakes is it's we need to be prepared because it's there. It's the no notice event. Um, when you have these flooding events, sometimes you you can turn on the the forecast and see that you know if you're going to have some significant rainfall in the next few days. But with an earthquake, you know, you don't get that that forecast. You get that you know that no notice event and it can be very, you know, dangerous and deadly for for people, and a lot of damage to your homes and um, you know structures, schools, you name it. And it, it's it's something that we need to, you know, take a, a better dive in and, and being prepared. So tell me a little bit about about your position. Um, I, I'm sure people would be interested to know that FEMA has a, a group that is dedicated to. Uh, to earthquakes. So talk to me a little bit about what the National Earthquake Hazards Reduction Program is. Yeah, so that, or commonly known as NEHRP, it's, uh, there's four federal agencies. So you have FEMA, you have the National Institute of Standards Te- um, Technology, um, NIST, they're the uh, lead agency, the uh, National Science Foundation, and then the USGS, the United States Geological Survey. So these four agencies make up NEHRP. Um, and we all have our own different responsibilities um, with each agency, and it's you know we we'll have our own statutory requirements that we need to um, pursue. Um, so yeah, we're just one piece of the of the four agencies um, that collaborate you know together. Um, and we all, like I said, all have different roles, whether it's preparing for the earthquake or 
um, you know, mapping or responding to earthquakes. There's a whole list of duties and goals um, throughout the four agencies. Yeah. So if uh, I, I'm guessing that FEMA um, within that group sort of has the, the lead for maybe response and also to share preparedness messaging, which I'm sure that they do in conjunction with those other agencies, right? Yeah, so one of the actually one of the things that I didn't mention is um, we have a, a grant program. So we operate a program of grants and assistance for states that promote significant investments in earthquake risk mitigation. So um, one of the duties I do, I, I'm responsible for, is managing of our, our NEHRP state assistance grant program. So um, states that are in a high to very high risk are eligible to receive. Um, uh, FEMA funding for mitigation activities revol- involving earthquakes. And we also have um, institutions of higher education and nonprofits who also receive federal funding from FEMA to, to do these earthquake uh, mitigation activities um, to make you know, the communities and you know, the nation stronger and more resilient. Um, so yeah, so FEMA is one of the components of our, our grant program. And then, like I mentioned earlier, we, we, we support implementation of the uh, NEHR statutory responsibilities across FEMA and then other federal agencies and the nation. Um, so those are just some of the key things that um, you know, we, we work on in our, our FEMA NEHR program, some of the responsibilities. So let's talk about uh, maybe the big one that's coming up, uh, ShakeOut. So what is ShakeOut and uh, what can we look forward to? Yeah, so ShakeOut is... It, always occurs on the uh, third Thursday of October. So this year it's going to be on October 15th. Um, it's a an annual opportunity for schools, organizations, communities, and families to practice earthquake safety. And the, the three things that you want to remember is during an earthquake, you want to drop, cover, and hold on. Um, it started back in 2008 in Southern California when approximately uh, 5 million people participated in the uh, earthquake drill. And since then, it's expanded across the whole world. Um, Last year, in 2019, there were close to 68 million people who participated in this this drill, Um, close to 22 million in the United States, 11 million in California, and so many states across the country broke records last year. And every year, more and more people sign up. Um, This year is going to be a a little different, obviously, living in a, a COVID environment. Um, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a great, it's a, a very simple drill that it gets people talking about earthquakes. So it's not just practicing the drill, you know, drop, cover and hold on, but how to, you know, take it home to your families and have a discussion and come up with a preparedness plan and having an emergency kit, um, you know, looking around your house, what are some things that you can mitigate to lessen the impact of these no notice events? And there's so many different things that just gets people talking about it. And so it's a it's a it's a big deal. And it, 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 it it's going to trend on Twitter, uh, hashtag shakeout. And um, yeah, it's it's every year we get a lot of people, a lot of interest and um, a lot of great outreach. And um, like I said, this year will be a little different, but we we see a lot of people going to shakeout.org. It's how you can register first off, um, shakeout.org. And register. And a nice thing is I know some people can't do it on uh, October 15th at 1015. But the nice thing when you do register, you can uh, move the date around. So if if you want to do it in April, you can still register and do it in the springtime. But the majority of the world, if you will, will be participating at uh, 1015 local time on October 15th. 
All right, so you're you're registering on uh, shakeout.org, and then you well, then what is it that you do to uh, to participate in this this event? Yeah, so there there's a lot of options, uh, and, and I the on that website under the resources tab, there's you can even get like a recording of uh, the drill actually playing. So uh, some some businesses and some organizations, you know, schools they'll you know, at 10, 15, uh, a PA uh, on the PA system, you'll have a, an announcement saying, you know, this is the, uh, international shakeout drill. And it lets everyone know what you're supposed to do. Um, you know, drop cover and hold on this year is like I said, it's going to be different. A lot of us are at home, right? We're living in this, this COVID environment and, um, you know, some people will practice from their home, their home desk, and they might be on a, a team's meeting or, um, just working and it might get the uh, a meeting invite or, or something. There's there's different ways to communicate, you know, hey, it's, it's 10, 15, let's practice our, our earthquake safety drill. Um, and there, so there's a variety of messaging and um, resources on, on shakeout.org that can kind of walk you through the different options that you have as far as announcing um, the drill. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like this year, um, while things are different, uh, it's a great opportunity because uh, most times uh, when we do shake out, uh, when you participate in it, you might be in an office, right? Or maybe you're away from your family. So this is a great, great chance to uh, do something a little different and involve uh, people. You, know, you never know when an earthquake might happen, but this is a great chance to practice what you would do if it were after work hours, right? Yeah, yeah, you're, you're you're absolutely right, and I mean a lot of you know there's a lot of homes across the country where in one room you got mom and dad working on on their work, and in another room you got kids learning at, from home, you know, with virtual learning. So yes, it, it's uh, an opportunity to kind of do it together, and um, you know there there's a lot of uh, great products out there that you can that people can take a look at, you know, before the drill. I mean, FEMA has. Um, just to name a few, uh, FEMA P530, Earthquake Safety at Home. So it's a, a document that you can, you know, walks you through some of the things you can do in your house. Um, you know, there's FEMA P1000 that focuses on um, schools. So a safer, stronger, smarter. It's a, a guide to improving school natural hazard safety. There's also an earthquake safety checklist. There's an earthquake home hazard hunt. So there's a lot of things you can do to get the kids involved. And you know, also tells you what to do if, you know, what if you're in a car or what if um, you're outside um, or at the store? So there's different scenarios um, outside of, you know, being at home or in, in the office. Um, and, and again, a, lo a lot of good preparedness uh, information is, is found on these, these documents. You know, do you have enough food? Do you have a flashlight? Do you have water, batteries? A lot of, a lot of home preparedness items are, are mentioned in these, these documents. So. Uh, I mean, you just said one that really piqued my interest, the earthquake home hazard hunt. I, I mean, I can, my kids would just love that. Yeah, it, it's great. Uh, my, I have a five-year-old daughter and it's, you open up the, the, the document, it's got a picture of the home and it shows you all the, the rooms in your house and it'll, it'll circle like a TV or a bookshelf so, you know, or a ceiling fan. Um, so there's a lot of things around your home that you can look that, hey, maybe we need to tighten these bolts a little bit or... Uh, maybe we need to move some of these heavy objects down a little bit, or that mirror above your that bed of your bed. That maybe we might want to put that at a different location, or again, make sure it's um, bolted and braced. And and just you know, some of the basics with um, how do I shut off my gas in the house? How do I shut off the water? Just some things that you should know how to do um, now. 
right? Because um, so we you don't know when these earthquakes are going to occur. So yeah, the home hazard hunt is is a great one to get um, everyone involved and um, just preparing a plan, a communications plan on, you know, these are the numbers we need to know. This is um, numbers for not just your neighbors, but people outside of your state, because you might not be able to get in contact with your neighbor during a a potential, um, you know, significant earthquake. Sure. So, um, you know, I got to ask, John, uh, you know, since you're in in this sort of work of, of thinking through mitigation activities, have you ever found yourself in an earthquake? Uh, yes. So it was August 2009. I'm sorry, 2011, I believe. So we're getting close to the 10-year anniversary of the, uh, the Mineral Virginia earthquake. So I was actually working in the, the private sector in Fairfax, Virginia, and there was this shaking occurring. I, I thought one of my coworkers was shaking my chair. And it was, you know, Justin, like, come on, that's not, this is, it's not funny. You're shaking my chair. And I turn around and Justin was not there. Everyone's kind of looking at each other like, what the heck is going on? And then next thing you know, everyone is, I'm on the fourth floor. Everyone just is charging towards the stairwell and running down the steps outside the building, not knowing that we thought the building was falling down, but obviously it was the uh, Mineral Virginia earthquake. And what we did and how we reacted was not how you want to react. And you do not want to run out of the building. Um, So that was a very interesting, um, that was a very significant event for Virginia. And I know that was, it was felt, up and down the East Coast, and uh, Washington D.C. had some damage to the monument, the National Cathedral. I mean, there was a lot of damage from that uh, earthquake. And then, um, you know, at the epicenter, you had chimneys falling down and breaking. I mean, there was there was some um, some damage there. But yeah, that was that was me living through it. So I never um, visioned being in a situation like that. And that just goes to show that earthquakes aren't just a California thing. Um, you can get them in Virginia. Um, you know, in this past couple of years with Alaska and Puerto Rico and during the pandemic, you have Idaho, um, Utah. Um, yeah, so that that's they happen all over the country, like you mentioned earlier. And, you know, even these um, you know, Virginia is technically a moderate risk state, um, but you can still have it. And that that's one you know, with shakeout. We, we do see a lot of uh, participation from Virginia and even states like Pennsylvania, which is a low risk state. So it is nice to see some of these areas that might not experience a lot of earthquakes participate in this this drill. You know what, as evidence of that, uh, the Washington Monument uh, from that event only reopened in September of 2019. So, um, you know, a substantial amount of time after the event uh, took place to build back when you have um, damage to especially older buildings, you know, um, you know, historic monuments uh, set aside, but older buildings that maybe aren't ready for this threat. Um, you know, and that just kind of gets us to the point, regardless of your risk, what are some of the steps that you can do to prepare your house and your family for earthquakes? Yes, yeah, so I think the biggest thing is just having that conversation about what to do. Because, you know, the, I think it was the 2018 National Household Survey, when the survey was out, it asked, you know, what, what do you do during an earthquake? And the earthquake oversample, one in five people gave the correct advice and that's drop cover hold on so a lot of yes a lot of people participate in shake up but in general a lot of people don't know what to do so it's getting prepared now and coming up with your emergency plan you know having three days of water three days of food having the you know batteries flashlights knowing where the hazards are 
around your house and, um, you know, ha- having that plan. Cause again, it's, you, these can happen at any time. And, and even if you're living in a, a low risk state, it doesn't mean, you know, when travels back, you know, with, when, we're, when we're back at a normal time again, I mean, we might travel to grandma's house in Southern California, or we might have that conference, you know, in, in the Midwest in the new Madrid fault area. So, um, it's just talking about preparedness and, and having a plan and knowing that, you know, these can happen anywhere, anytime. And again, you, you might live in a low risk area, but it doesn't mean you can't travel to someone, some, some area that's at a, a moderate to high risk area. Sure. Okay. So the international shakeout is occurring on October 15th. Is there a time of the day that it's taking place, John? Yeah. So it's gonna, it's, it's a easy way to remember is it's ten fifteen on ten fifteen. Now that's going to be local time. So every, obviously every time zone, it's, so it's not going to be the whole world at once. So that, that is one of the neat things is when it, it starts in the East coast at 10, 15, as you go throughout the day, you know, you hit the central time zone, the mountain time zone, the Western time zone. So every hour you got an, an area in the world participating um, in this drill. And like I said, you'll, you'll see Twitter um, with hashtag shakeout. Well, there'll be a lot of, videos and pictures of people practicing the drill in their offices um a lot of senior leaders and you know mayors participate um and a lot of people will will even tag at fema as well um you know during the event to show that hey you know we're participating in you know, fema has been providing funding you know for this event for you know for for years now and it's um Funding is going to the Southern California Earthquake Center and uh, in the University of Southern California. Um, so they are, they are, you know, they are the big players in this um, outreach um, and preparedness and drill. So okay, so where can people uh, go to find more if ultimately they they want to participate? Which I hope they will. Yes. Yeah, so shakeout.org is where we want to go to get more information, and you know, even going to uh, ready.gov, you can find out a lot of great um, information on earthquake preparedness. I know they just updated their page now. And, and you know, obviously, FEMA.gov, you can find some more information on earthquakes and some of the publications, like I said, that are out there um, that are, are, are great for, um, you know, all the way from kids, you know, like the home hazard hunt to, you know, for your engineers and your technical experts that want to know more about, you know, building codes and, um, you know, and things like that. So, yeah, shakeout.org is where you can find more information and where you can register for the drill. We welcome your comments and suggestions on this and future episodes. Help us to improve the podcast by rating us and leaving a comment. If you have ideas for future topics, send us an email at fema-podcast at fema.dhs.gov. If you'd like to learn more about this episode or other topics, visit fema.gov slash podcast. podcast.